What is up, everybody? It's time for another episode of The One, The Only. You guessed it. It is time for Philosophy. Today, I got with us a very special guest. His name is The One, The Only, David Mormon. How you doing, David? Hey, Bill. Hey, man. I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, funny, I introduced you as your name is The One, The Only. Your name is just David Mormon. You don't have The One, The Only in front of it, but... You know, <laughs> what's cool about this podcast is uh, tell everybody where you're currently at. So I'm currently in Leesburg, Florida. Where are you currently? And I am currently in Rome, Georgia, uh, where my family and I call home now for the last two years. So that's exciting, man. So um, for those of you tech geniuses who are listening to this awesome podcast, um, I'm currently pushing the Zoom call into a little recorder box and then coming out of the recorder box going in back into my computer to uh record the audio so it's uh, really kind of cool how we're making this work uh so awesome man so you're in rome georgia you uh what do you do so what are your current what is your current position in rome yeah so i am the student pastor uh at a church called west rome baptist church um in rome georgia which is about northwest corner of georgia so so yeah so we've been here about two years I uh, love Rome, and yeah, so I serve students here. So that's exciting. So, uh, how do so? Tell me a little bit about yourself. Like, who are you? Where'd you come from? Give me a little bit of your background. Yeah. Uh, so I am, uh, as you mentioned, David Mormon. I'm the third generation Mormon pastor in the line <laughs> of pastors I'm in, uh, and I know Phil. Uh, from I served at First Baptist Lee's for three years uh, with students. So Phil and I got to serve pretty close together for about three years. Uh, doing a lot of student things and um, yeah so grew up in northeast Alabama uh, so because coming back to Rome kind of like been coming home which has been cool and so I, my family's all still there in fact my random stat, stat of the day is my middle school principal called me today from Scottsboro where I grew up and <laughs> uh, so yeah so it's been cool to kind of be closer to home and have those kind of fun fun things uh, so yeah but I was, uh, served at First Baptist Leesburg I love First Baptist Leesburg was there three years um, and so, yeah, so here I'm on the podcast. So I saw his number 10 though. So I would love to know who the nine were that were for me. Uh, so <laughs> but I guess I cracked the top 10 of people, you know, but you did. Uh, yeah, yeah, you did. So. I, um, definitely wanted to get you on here. I was, I was cur- curious how this was going to work. How many people said no before I, you got to me? <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about that list. <laughs> uh, no, man. Uh, so, uh, I mean, I'll just go through the list. Episode one was Mitchell Earwicker. Um, which is kind of cool. I was uh, was sitting there on just a random Friday in the office working, and Mitch was working at the same time. And I was like, hey, yeah. I want to start a podcast, but I don't want to be alone in it. You want to be the first episode? He's like, sure, after work. Yeah. I was like, cool. And then yeah. the second one was Stephen Wagaman, classic as yeah. always. Then yes. Sean, Sean Smith, um, he yeah. came on. And then let's see, trying to think through all the – who was episode four? Uh, I think episode four and five were Calvin. I don't know if you remember Calvin or not. I do, yeah. yeah. And so episode, let's see, I'm pulling up the list now. Go backwards. Yeah, so episode four and five were Calvin because the first one we just talked about a whole bunch of nothing. And he's like, man, we didn't talk about anything spiritual, so the next episode is just nothing but spiritual <laughs> stuff the whole episode. And then um, brought on the South Campus Next Gen Pastor Will. Uh, he, he is... Uh, was on episode, I guess it's six now. Um, you remember Shay, Shay Yale. He was yes, on, yeah. uh, he was yeah. on the, one of the last episodes. And then awesome. uh, a friend of mine, Grant, I don't know if you've, you ever met Grant or not. Good one. Good one. Yeah. Grant Goodwin. Yeah. yeah. yeah he Remember was Grant. on 
he was on episode uh, eight. Then uh, Keegan Shoemaker, he was, uh, um, he's a, yeah, he's a student pastor and college pastor over at Life Point Church in Eustis. He was episode nine, and now we got David Mormon episode ten. Awesome. Well, I hate to hate to bring down the average now, but I guess that, you know, <laughs> nah, man, you, I'd be here. So. Hey. Like I said, you were uh, you actually made it on the podcast a couple episodes ago talking about we were talking about you, you know, all, you know. But I'm not going to tell you what it was. You got to go listen to. Okay. See what we're talking yeah, glad about. that guy's gone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, but yeah, man. So you uh, you worked with us here a couple of years ago. Yep. Uh, very long three years. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I went through COVID, so that was through an interesting season of life. <laughs> it really was. Um, but yeah, no, it was good, man. I enjoyed working alongside with you, serving alongside you. You know, um, you and your family are awesome. And then, you know, obviously God calls us in different directions at all times. And But super sad to have you guys leave. But like I said, who who, who is going to – I'm not going to be the one to stand in your way when God's calling you to a different direction, a different home. And, you know, God's going to use you there as long as he's going to use you there for, man. Yeah, and so, absolutely. But, um, but yeah, so uh, – so, what is your, we were talking with Keegan a little bit about a youth pastor and being a youth pastor in this situation. Yep. And so what is your favorite part about youth ministry? Favorite part. Um, my favorite part um, is just the season of life that it is. And mm-hmm. it's such a pivotal point. Um, and some of what I do is a lot of college students and a lot of high school students, a lot of middle school students. And it's just such a pivotal point of, um, who God has created them to be, them discovering God. Um, and so it's just a cool part to play. Um, I think everyone that's grown up in church has some kind of special place in their heart for a student pastor uh, mm-hmm. that poured into them. And, um, you know, mine's still at the church I grew up in, which is my dad's church. And um, I just remember even, you know, junior, senior year, him just playing such a, there's things he told me as a junior and a senior that I still hold on to today. Um, and so, yeah, so it's just a cool thing. It's a privilege, quite frankly, uh, that God allows us to have that kind of influence and, uh, voice in people's lives. And so, yeah, so as, and I'm, as I'm getting older, uh, I'm falling more in love with just the idea of discipling students, and, mm-hmm. um, just seeing some cool stuff in this generation and, uh, just seeing a hunger, um, that I don't know if I've experienced before. And, uh, yeah, so that's just a cool part for me that I love and enjoy and, that's awesome. Uh, so honored that God lets me do it. So that's cool. So uh, you, yeah, I don't know. I we talked about this before, but you've obviously been in churches previously to FPC Leesburg. But you know, yeah. f- you were at FPC for three years. You're now coming up on two years for in Rome. How many yeah. sermons have you duplicated? How many sermons have I preached? You, like duplicate? Have you done any that you did at first um, or at youth that you did there? Uh, <laughs> or is that many i've told a lot of the same stories mm-hmm. um so uh, <laughs> all illustrations that i've over the years of like I mean, that was a good that one was either funny or illustrated well i need to put that in somewhere else <laughs> um yeah but how we kind of do it here now uh is we kind of just pick a book for the semester so right now we're going through judges nice. um so which is fun and exciting um but also it, it requires a little more effort prep work um which you know i was mm-hmm. discipled under cliff lee for a while so uh, he's all about <laughs> an expository <laughs> so we're talking about from him and um so yeah there's there's a lot there's probably not as much as overlap in terms of like i took notes uh we do do the porn talk here that we also did at leesburg um 
So, and I do, I did copy and paste that one. That was very much a, uh, I have that done and we're going <laughs> to do that. So, but overall, a lot of the same lame stories, you know, a lot of the same, that kind of stuff, but probably not the same sermons, um, if that makes sense. So. Nice, nice. So this is a, uh, maybe a loaded question. I know I gave you some questions earlier. Um, and I don't mean this as bad as this is going to come across, but like, what's your, <laughs> what's your least favorite part of student ministry? Like, so like, is it like, well, no, <laughs> middle schoolers. Um, <laughs> I don't know if there's a least favorite part. Um, I think people are people. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of like where I'm at now. Um, I also have an adult life group, and mm-hmm. I do a lot of discipling college students as well. And um, it's funny how the issues you have when you're dealing with people in their 30s is not much different than when they were 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a lot of sin. <laughs> it's a lot of repentance. Um, and it's that they don't repent, it's a lot of rebellion and unwilling mm-hmm. to repent. And so um you know um yeah the small talk to get to some of those conversations is probably a little different um you know we'll talk taxes or we'll talk you know lame <laughs> stuff with adults um and i can talk Fortnite with you know a 13 year old you know uh so yeah that part's a little different but in terms of you know you know gospel ministry discipleship i don't know if there's a big difference mm-hmm. uh, we've got a pretty good team here so a lot of things i don't like to do now uh, i kind of get to you know like game time, I feel will probably test. That's never been my gifting, uh, and I don't have to do that. So I show up a couple weeks ago. Literally, they they brought a basketball goal and said, "Hey, we're doing a dunk contest." I said, "Awesome! As long as I have twenty five minutes to talk, I don't care." Um, and so we did it, and they loved it, and I didn't have to do it. So nice. uh, yeah, so I don't, so anymore, I don't know if I have a least favorite part of uh, maybe just the the nonstopness and that's probably all ministry, but just, you know, it's you know, tonight as soon as we get, I'm, I'm preaching our main service Sunday and then Wednesday. And then, but also then we've got some cool sporting events. Our kids are making some deep tournament runs and stuff. So then there's also just the busyness of that, that is exciting, but also, you know, you just kind of want to nap by, by Thursday. So <laughs> I get that one. Yeah. yeah. So that's cool, man. So, you uh so you're going through the book of judges right now is that is that like um i don't want to say easy is the wrong word to use is that um is that is that one of the more harder books you've had to like deposit through and figure out or is it kind of a medium like you know Mm -hmm. yeah uh it's a while as i've been telling them all semester and telling our i literally sent a text our leaders this morning that we're in judges 17 which is where you get this weird chapter or these random people, this random dude named Micah takes a bunch of silver and him and his mom take a bunch of silver and make an idol out of it for the Lord, which is mm-hmm. a weird statement. <laughs> uh, they take a carved image and all the things. And so it's just, so the hard part is helping people understand what judges is saying. Um, so a lot of the old Testament doesn't just come out and say, don't do this. This is bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, which that's a little simplistic, but like the new Testament epistles, Jesus, well, maybe Jesus, some in his parables, but Sometimes he explains his parable, sometimes he doesn't. Um, and where there's a little more straightforward, hey, do this, do that, uh, repent of this thing. Uh, where the Old Testament, the writer's drawing it. He's giving you a picture, and you kind of got to understand who Jesus is to kind of get that picture sometimes. Um, and so, so that's been the challenge. It's been fun. Man, it's been so fun. Um, like, we're coming up on the weird part of Judges where it's, I'm going to have to send out texts to parents because it's like, hey, like there's going to be really adult things talked about, but it's in the Bible. And we want your kids to hear about it from church first, not from their friend who's trying to prove the Bible's not real. Mm-hmm. And then be like, that's not the Bible. Like, no, like we, like there's gospel, like it's very purposefully in there. And there's the gospel being preached in that. 
Um, and so it's been fun. It's, it's been a challenging thing and we're have, we're getting where we have more of a team teach model here more and more. And so it's been fun too. Like my intern and my, so my girl, our girls associate here, like helping them walk through some of that stuff has been fun. And, uh, cause it's just weird. Like, it's just like, that's in the Bible. Um, like I had a kid, one of our seniors text me last week and it's just like in all caps, like, what is the old Testament? Cause he's read through some stuff <laughs> and I just said a lot of fun. Um, uh, and so, uh, yeah, it's just been fun. It's been, like, we've done a lot of new Testament, Jesus gospel stuff. And I could be in the gospels, the four gospels forever. Um, if mm-hmm. it were up to me probably, mm-hmm. um, but it's been fun to help our students begin to like, as they now understand who Jesus is more, a lot of our own discipleship groups and things. Um, it's been fun to help them see, okay, now the new Testament actually does have a lot for your life, um, that God wants you to, to go deeper in. And, um, so yeah, it's been fun. So we're doing camp. It's been a weird year. Like we've done all new Testament last two years. And now all of a sudden we've got our big D now community wide D now event. We've got come up February in camp that we do on our own. And it's all Old Testament, so I don't I don't know when somehow there's no balance all of a sudden, but, but it's been fun. That's uh, awesome. It's been a lot of fun. So cool. Well, <clears throat> speaking of Old Testament, I think it's you. You said it. Your senior text you said, "What is the Old Testament?" You know, I think that's that's pretty valid opinion. You yep. know, valid thought. I think you, like you said, it's fun. You know, because we we talk about how like the Old Testament is you know more story driven. Yep. You know, and the New Testament's more like I don't even, I don't even want to say like textbook driven, but it's it's a different like style of you know how you're reading things. You know, because most of it's letters, most of it's just you know from so so and so to so and so. You know, it's or it's, it's a person's take on what happened. You know, yep. and so I think it's really cool. So, what is your um? So we're gonna go on a two part question here. What is your favorite Bible story? But let's start Old Testament. Okay. And then, oh. then we'll do New Testament oh. as well. Oh man. Um man, I, I, I jump around so much. <laughs> Historically it's been David. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just his life. Um Joseph's another one that I find a lot of um similarity is not the right word, but I find it encourages me a lot. I mm-hmm. am no Joseph, but it encourages me a lot. Um <laughs> Another one that we just finished teaching through is, is Samson. Um, not because I want to be like Samson, um, but unfortunately, I think I see a lot more of myself in Samson than I want to admit at times. Um, so yeah, so him and Gideon, and Gideon's another one that I'm I'm wrestling with, and God has just brought a breath, a fresher breath there in that past those those few chapters of his life. And um, yeah, so it's not really a direct answer for you, but. Um, <laughs> I was struggling. Like, what's your favorite? The Bible, like all of it. Um, <laughs> so, um, so uh, yeah, I don't know. Honestly, honestly, now that I'm processing out loud, um, Gideon's probably right now for me, just the ups and the downs. And then just honestly, even how he just doesn't finish well. Mm. Um, yeah, there's just a lot in that. I won't preach on your podcast, but um, <laughs> uh, there's just a lot in there that is just very much convicted me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think to living in the West and the South and all the things that come with the comforts that we have as Christians at times, mm-hmm. um, I've just over and over just have been challenged with like, I don't think I experienced the Holy Spirit in my life because I, I don't really live uncomfortable enough. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not enough room in my life that, that I requires faith and full dependence on God. Mm-hmm. Um, and therefore I don't get to experience things like Gideon and 300 men showing up and fighting. I think it's like 150,000 mm-hmm. soldiers or something. 
crazy. Um, how do you get to experience that? Well, you only get to experience that because you fully depend on God to bring the victory. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for me, most weeks, it's easy to get in your routine and do your thing and do what you've done for a while. And mm-hmm. uh, and we look up and like, why do we feel so empty spiritually? Well, maybe because I've not actually done what he's called me to do in obedience uh, yeah. because it'd been too hard. Um, so yeah. So mm-hmm. for today, that, you know, ask me tomorrow, <laughs> probably give you a different answer, but today that's probably my, my answer. So nice. That's good, man. I think you you hit the, you know, you definitely said it. Um, we're going to take a hard left for just a quick little second. And just, you said something that just made me, I wanted to crack up. You were in a very serious moment, so I didn't do it. <laughs> but you, instead of saying, you said fresh, fresh of breath air. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. Like, sorry. Yeah. Breath of fresh air for yeah. those of us at home. But yeah, so. no, it was just, it, it was, I was like, oh, I like it. Fresh, fresh of breath air. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, it might be. It is what it is, you know. Hey, I, if anybody, if you go back and listen to the podcast, apparently I like to say you know a lot, you know, you know. <laughs> but I no, I think you were serious though with that, you know, that, you know, the amount of faith that it takes to be like, we, you go through the whole like Old Testament, there's hundreds of stories of that faith, that, you know, the unrelenting, that unreliable, or not unreliable, but reliable, unrelenting, just true faith and trust and it's incredible to see like as you said like in the south where you know there's a church on every corner there's you know you talk to any any random person most likely they're going to be a christian or something like that you're just comfortable where you're at yeah and so having that true faith is you know it's easy it's easy to get comfortable it's easy to get you know just not want to move from where you're at and want to do stuff and so I think it's well, one of the things I like about you because you, you know, you were comfortable in Leesburg, as you said, because I remember you and I had a conversation in your office. You're like, I'm comfortable here. You know, I feel like I need to move and I need to follow what God's saying so I can truly keep trusting him that we're, or this is where he wants us to go, you yeah. know? And I think that's really cool that you followed that path and you're, you're, you're fully invested where you're at, you know, and you're trusting him kind of 100% with that whole move. And so, which I mean, I think there's, you know, there's obviously probably days and moments that you're like, ah, are you sure? <laughs> you know, yeah. which, yeah. um, in one of our previous podcasts, we talked about, um, uh, Joshua on the wall of Jericho, you yeah. know, how, like, you know, how quickly, <laughs> how quickly is, is humans in, you know, where they'd be like, are, are you sure? Are you mm-hmm. sure you, you meant seven days? <laughs> yeah. You know, are you sure you didn't mean to attack? Are you sure you didn't mean to do, you know? <laughs> And yeah. so, and how quickly I'm thinking to myself, like, how quickly would I be like, you know, yeah, let's go. And then I, day one, be like, oh, it's too hot. You yeah. know, <laughs> it's 115 degrees out here. Like, can I go back to my, you know, <laughs> and yeah. so, no, absolutely. And go back to what I'm comfortable at. And I think that's a, being uncomfortable is something that's really kind of cool in yeah. an aspect of that. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's shift to favorite New Testament story. All right. So this is a, this is a weird one. Um, okay. but, um, John six, um, and it's, I don't know if, uh, favorite is the right word, but, um, uh, I think most impactful right now, I'm working through a couple of discipleship groups I'm leading, uh, through John six actually this week. And it's where the 70, and there's 70 disciples, 70 followers of Jesus. Um, and, uh, they all lead with the 12, you know, who we all now infectiously know as, um, the, the, the disciples. And so, and then that you get, they leave and, then, you know, he comes to say, come and eat of my flesh and all the things. And, and then he looks at Peter and then says, you know, and you guys going to go too. And he, and Peter just looks at him and just, Lord, where else would we go? 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think for us, just in our ministry here, we're discipleship's something we push pretty hard. And, and I think for us, it's, you know, back to that Southern Bible Belt culture, which I know Leesburg's a little less than where I'm at currently. Um, but it's so easy to, you know, kind of go through the motions, do the thing, um, call yourself a Christian. Um, and until Jesus says, Hey, actually come and die. Um, that's a different, that's a different call than mm-hmm. oftentimes we get. Um, and so, so yeah, yeah, I don't know if favorite's the right word. I don't like, you know, stay up late, like <laughs> so encouraged by that. Um, but I think in the context that I live in, um, I love introducing people to that story because it's not one we tell in Sunday schools very often. <laughs> you know, in fact, I have an adult, I have a college slash adult group and we went through that last week and they like had never heard that story. Um, and all guys have grown up in church for the most part. Um, and I'm kind of blown away with like, Oh, what? Um, and yeah, so it's just a cool thing to just kind of help people begin to process like the actual invitation of the gospel that Jesus gives um, versus one that sometimes I think unfortunately we settle for. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that'd be my New Testament uh, sort of favorite story. Nice. So, what is your favorite scripture verse of all time? The, I think- uh, that's probably Hebrews 6, 19 and 20. Okay. Uh, that's uh, where it says, We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. It enters the sanctu- inner sanctuary behind the curtain, the Holy of Holies. Jesus entered there on our behalf as a forerunner because he's become the high priest forever. Uh, according to the order of Melchizedek. Um, and I just love, I don't know, there's a lot of reasons I love that, but I just love the, I was literally telling some people last night, like the idea, like so powerful, Emmanuel, God with us, but like we really see that when the, the veil is torn from top to, to the bottom and mm-hmm. like there is no longer a veil that divides us. And so, yeah, um, yeah I don't know, it's just a, such a cool picture of the gospel and what Christ did for us and, you know, his love for us um, that I'm so undeserving of. Mm-hmm. Yeah time you throw Melchizedek in a verse two that's always a win so uh so yeah so that's probably my, my my favorite verse nice. cool what is the uh here's a little fun fact about uh what is your what is the first verse you ever memorized oh man i don't is that hard to, is that a hard question uh, i'm sure it was either you know just as one one john three sixteen. Mm-hmm. um that makes sense. The other. john 14 6 is another it was totally something that made us memorize it on Wana's back in the day. Oh, yeah. um, oh Wana, man. That's throwing yeah. it back. Uh, so oh, something along those lines would be one of those, I'm sure. Nice. Well, uh, that's cool. So um, so let, let, let's shift a little bit here. So um, what is a fun fact about David Mormon that not anybody would really know? Is there any, like, you know? I mean, I'm so not fun. Um, fun fact. Um Hmm. Have you ever eaten like a hundred tacos in a city? Have you ever like? I don't no, know. I have eaten a cockroach in Thailand. Um, wait, what now? Uh, okay, I wait, ate a cockroach. Wait. They sell them in like on the street vendors. I don't know much about Bangkok life. Uh-huh. Uh, you can't just they, skip like, over street city. vendors are everywhere. So they have like these like candy things with cockroaches in them uh-huh. um, that you can eat. Um, what, did, what did a cockroach taste like? Do what? What did it taste like? Uh, I was honestly dosing sugar and it was just kind of crunchy, which is oh. awesome. So, uh, <laughs> so it was more sugar and things that you could taste than, uh, than the cockroach itself. Uh, and I also was probably a girl and swallowed it so fast. I was trying not to taste it. Uh, so, uh, I don't know. Weird, a gross one. I was pooped on by a hippo when I went to Bush Gardens as like a teenager. Uh, that's awkward. So that awesome. Um, that's fun. Yeah, so I don't know. That's, that's not fun at all. Oh, um, probably probably ruined your day. <laughs> yeah, it did. It really, really did. Um, 
I don't know, man. I got two kids. Uh, my life's pretty much wrapped up in them. Um, I'm, nice. I watch a lot of princess movies now. Mm, <laughs> so, nice. uh, four-year-old <laughs> daughter, so there's a lot of that. Um, nice, yeah, nice. man. Nothing, nothing. I would say super surprising or fun. I have a matching car with my wife. That's a Kia Soul still. Oh, nice. You still got the Soul. Still got the Soul sisters rocking and going. Nice. So that's they're paid exciting. off, so they will go as far as, <laughs> as, far as they go. That's the, that's the truth, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm driving to, I go to Valencia for school, and I drive there yeah. every single Wednesday. And I leave the church at 1130, and I come back at 5. And if you, awesome. you know how Wednesday goes around here, coming back at 5 o'clock, it's not that's fun. Um, yeah. But... I was like, man, and starting next semester, I'm going to be driving like three days a week. And I'm like, the gas prices, I drive a Toyota Sequoia, so I got like a $95 yeah. gas tank. And so, you know, filling that up twice a week is just, oh. Yeah. <laughs> but I was yeah, like, no, I'm, yeah. like yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I don't have that problem. Yeah, right. I'm good for the month, so <laughs> not relate. That's funny. But I was like, man, if I could just, you know, I'll sell, I'm like, I love my Toyota. But I'm like, do I sell it and put the money yeah. into a, a car with better gas mileage, but I'm like, ah, oh, it's paid. Like you said, it's paid off. So like, <laughs> yeah. and so I'm like, do I just take the take that's paid off and just eat the gas? And but you know, I only got a year and a half left, so I'm like, dude, <laughs> that's hilarious. Who knows? Maybe maybe the gas prices will go down. I saw gas was two ninety nine today. I was like, all right. In Georgia, I paid two ninety three today. So. Let's go. I'm seeing that'll that'll get you for the month. <laughs> yeah. Well. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I saw so. a funny video. It said, uh, "It says, you know, y'all remember back in the day when you put put the little nozzle in the tank and you put fifteen bucks in and you could clean your car. You can go inside and get a drink." He said, "You can't even." He said, "Nowadays, you put that in click. He said, you can barely even like pull the trigger before fifteen bucks is gone." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so, true. But that is- like you know, fifteen dollars, ten gallons. Nowadays, fifteen dollars it's a gallon and a half. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, no. yeah, sure. uh, so so no fun facts huh so what do you okay well then what's your what is like your favorite food um uh probably mushroom pizza that's where i'm at mushroom um, pizza. okay where's the best place to get a mushroom pizza in rome georgia in rome probably mellow mushroom we've oh. got one downtown and it's yeah i've got a gift card burning a hole in my pocket currently so i'm sure i'll end up this, there this week at some point nice um, so that's exciting. also Mexican food here is pretty good. So it'd be tied between those two probably. Nice. Nice. So Mexican, Mexican food in Rome, you know, yeah. Uh, does anybody ever say when in Rome to you when you're in, in, Rome? uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Tourists and people that don't live here. Yes. Uh, that's a, yeah. But is so. it the people that live there like, <sighs> yeah, just, uh, just, just, I, I made that joke a lot when I first got here and then, yeah, I guess you just kind of, you're in Rome now. So you're like, I, I am in Rome. So like, <laughs> I'm yeah. I am a Roman, so nice. Yeah, it'd be funny. Is uh, so you guys, you guys are like every year should go through Romans. <laughs> well, no, no, that's actually what we were going through when I got here. Like our Sunday mornings, oh, that's uh, funny. Pastor was taking us through Romans. How long did it take? How long did it take to get through Romans? I think that was a year, and he went pretty fast. Mm. Um, it may not have been a full year. Nice. Um, yeah, I've heard horror stories. Not horror stories, but I know Piper. I think I heard he took like several several years to get through romans nice uh, so. that's not surprising with piper though no, <laughs> he's no. a great great teacher i'm sure, but he I'm sure it's a word at the time all right and it was all amazing stuff so yeah i uh, uh we just we finished luke a little bit ago okay and we're now in acts and so yeah well now yeah, i've been in actual while because y'all were finished up luke. we've just finished luke when i left yeah so we 
Yeah. So I think Cliff was only in Luke when I was there for three years. Yeah. I mean, we took us some breaks, but I think we were only in Luke. Only in Luke for a while, and now, and then so so okay. So then two years ago we we're in Acts, and we are now in. Uh, let's see, what was the last? I think Acts chapter. Hang on. Tell us a fun story while we're looking up the passage of Acts. <laughs> You think I should know this because I'm, you know, Acts chapter 11. I want to say 17 for some reason, but it was okay, nice. Acts chapter 11. 11 okay. chapters in two, or what, you've been gone two years? Yeah, so 11 chapters yeah. in two years. <laughs> so, yeah. but, yeah, you know. That's, that's pretty fast for Cliff. Right. <laughs> Don't slow down. <laughs> nah, it's, it, it's great. We, uh. He, he always jokes about that kind of stuff. Otherwise, I, I wouldn't be joking about it because he is a great preacher and a great pastor and, you know, Definitely is. love his teaching, but I wouldn't make the joke if he did make the joke himself, <laughs> you know, and so, but it's, uh, yeah, so we're, uh, were you, did you, did we do uh, something called First Wednesday Prayer when you were here? Yeah, we just kicked that off when I was there. Just kicked that so. off. So we did that for two years too, wow. Kind of crazy when you think about like the, you know, oh, we've been doing that for forever now, but like, you know, yeah. you've only been gone two years and it's, it's yeah. crazy. But, but yeah, I know doing that every, every month, that's fun. We just got done doing one, obviously last month. That was really cool. The choir uh, did two choir specials back to back. It was just, it was just, it was awesome. Just like the choir's killing it. We're getting ready to do uh, our Christmas uh, cantata this year. So yeah. it's cool. We're yeah, it was uh, good. We uh, instead of doing a book this year, we're doing the same thing we did last year, where we Stephen and Sean went through and picked um, like their favorite songs over the years and pieced it together. So I'm excited to see how that turns out this year. Uh, we got Duncan coming in to uh, do, we make music videos for them, so they're they're not just like slides on a screen. There's actually like a video going along with it. We do lights. We go we go all out on visual stuff. You know, as, as much as I you can without being distracting. You know. Because you don't want you don't want to take away from the message of the song, you know. Yeah, for sure. So, but so uh, so yeah, so um, so you said your favorite food. We're gonna jump back to that for a second. Was cockroaches? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but all right. So what is? So you're in Rome. So what is the like when David Mormon's not, you know, preaching, mm-hmm. not rustling uh, middle schoolers, not trying to you know doing something. What does David Mormon do for fun? Ah, I went golfing last week. That's fun. Um, anything sports related. Nice. Um, I didn't know you so were a golfer. I'm not a good one. So I wouldn't say I'm a golfer. I own clubs. That's about as far as I could say I am. Um, okay. So, yeah, anything sports related. My wife's also a big sports fan. So Liz is. So we, we enjoy that, doing that together. Um, nice. And also reading, quite frankly, which is super lame pastor. But like if I have a Friday to get to a coffee shop and read, like that is a glorious gift from God. Now, are uh, you a like fiction or nonfiction? Oh no, reader? no fiction. You can save. I am very much a movie over a book person if it's for fiction. Oh nice. Uh, but you give me some really good nonfiction um, stuff, and I'm I'm so down. So. so, what is the current book book you're going through right now? Oh man, I'm reading a couple. Um, so I'm reading. I just finished up a book for class uh, called "Canoeing Through the Mountains," um, and then I've also 
Read through Tim Keller's Jonah book, which is mm. so good. Anything Keller um, is amazing. Um, and then I'm teaching on prayer this week. And so I will be also in Tim Keller's prayer book. <laughs> um, so I, may, I told our pastor, I may just read that. Uh, that may be my sermon. Um, and then also Will Mancini's got a book called Future Church. So I'm kind of dabbling some of that. Nice. Um, so, yeah, so I'm taking a lot of leadership classes right now. So there's a lot of leadership books as well. Nice. So. Are, you, are you in school? I am. A... I will graduate in December. I am in school. So. Congratulations with your. Uh, so this one will be a master's degree and a master of arts degree in ministry leadership. So congratulations. Thanks, man. So, I appreciate it. That's fun. Yeah. So master's degree. Is this your, is it, is this your second master's or is this for your first? And then I, I've got, I'm really close to a master of divinity. Um, I literally, I think I only have to take two Greek and two Hebrews. It's just, it's a mountain <laughs> I would have to decide if I want to climb. Uh, but Shit. I think that's literally all I have left to have a master of divinity. So it's, nice. yeah. It's just Greek and uh, Hebrew, man. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And yeah, we we're, the goal was to have no kids by the time I graduated. I have two now. So ah, that has well. very much changed the planning and my schooling. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, that's funny. So, so two Ks, that's exciting. You, uh, you only had the, your daughter when you were here, yep. down here, and then you went yep. up and had another kid. So that's exciting. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, we won't talk more about them, but <clears throat> it's uh, being a parent, I, I've been told, is exciting and a fun journey. And so. Some days, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, are, are you the, is he, you're, you said earlier you are like watching a ton of princess movies. Are you, uh, are you just, are you just watching them to watch them? Or are you like just, you know. You just personally like vibe with them, like ah, yeah, it's a good movie. <laughs> Sorry, say that again. I said, are you like when you watch the movie? Are you just just watching it just to be good dad? And you're sitting there watching the movie, or is there any movies that uh, you're just like, ah, that's actually not a bad like storyline? <laughs> yeah, it depends on the day. There's some that I I definitely like more than others. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I I don't I don't mind the Moanas of the world and the Tangleds, <laughs> um, the old school Cinderellas and Snow Whites, and you know. You know, that the 1960s, 70s singing is a little much for me at times, but, uh, you know, uh, but no, it's, it's definitely more for good dad. In fact, right now I'm trying to get her to love football more. Cause like Saturday morning I woke her up. I was like, baby, guess what day it is? I was like, Saturday, it's football day. And she goes, I don't think so. So I think, yeah, so it's, it's definitely a give and take for both of us. I think that's funny. So. I, uh, yeah, no. <clears throat> so you know I have I have a niece and a nephew and uh and so niece is ten, nephew's five and they're they're great and so they you know try and hang out with them. You know, usually what, what ends up happening is I have to hang out with them, not have to, but I hang out with them both at the same time. But being a five year difference, there is a big difference of what she wants to do versus what he wants to do, you know, and so trying to find something that's a that's a middle ground for both of them. So I try to intentionally take you know, hang out with each one of them separately as much as I can. You yeah. know, let let them let let Tucker have as much as what and have as much she wants, and uh, but um, but what's funny about that is we uh, so the other, we talk about that so the other day I took uh, my niece to go see the new Paw Patrol movie. Nice, yeah, and we're so, big Paw Patrol people, and so that she you know she absolutely loved it. I'm sitting there trying not to fall asleep because I'm like I don't want to be that uncle that passes out in the movie, and she's like wake up, wake up, you know. That's and so, yeah. but but yeah, no, I um, you know, I I mean, I have a solution for you and your daughter for yeah. movies, right? So yeah, yeah. you want her to watch more football, which is you know, kind of the more on the you know, heavy violence side of things. Yeah. 
And then, but she wants you to watch the princessy movies that are on this. So there's just come to the middle ground. And you mentioned Snow White. Mm-hmm. And so um, there is a movie with Chris Hensworth in it, actually. Yeah. I like, uh, I like called, Chris Hensworth. Uh, exactly. It's called Snow White and the Huntsman. Okay. Yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> probably, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Probably not appropriate for a four year old, but if I right. could get the TV guardian, uh, the, from back in the late nineties. Yeah. We probably <laughs> could watch that, but right. well, uh, yeah. what's the new one? Vid angel, I think is the new yeah, one. Vid angel, yeah. We get that version. She might have a chance. <laughs> might. That's might. Uh, uh, so. Just, just do Lord of the Rings, you know, Chronicles yeah, well, yeah, yeah. 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 Vid angel that as well. <laughs> so. That's funny. Yeah, you never really, really, we were talking about the other day about, yeah, just things you we watched as, like, growing up. Yeah. And, like, now that my niece and is watching a show, I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that was in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. No, so. it's it's different when you watch it through their eyes. It is much different. Exactly. Because you're, you know, like, she's watching a TV and a character said something specific that I'm sitting there going, red flag, red flag. And she goes, yeah. It means this, right? Which it didn't mean it at all. I'm like, yes, 100% means that. <laughs> so, because I'm like, I'm not, I am not about to explain to you what that just statement just meant. <laughs> uh, it is definitely not safe for the little ears in the backseat. <laughs> that's awesome. No, uh, so actually, that's a funny question here. Uh, so, I just mentioned Z88. So, what, what do you also, do you guys have a Christian radio station up there? I don't know why I just air quoted oh, Christian. Man, I'll like, be honest, probably. I don't know. Um, Hi. Yeah, I'm a podcast <laughs> on my phone. Ox, yeah, I uh, have no idea. Things have gone really bad, really in a hurry. Uh, if I'm on the radio, yeah. <laughs> so I know we got a lot of country music. So that's all I really got. Uh, uh, your country so, music fan, uh, but I can't other stations on those. Nice. Um, so probably sign of the times, but no, I I don't I I know we have one, but I have no idea how to find it <laughs> other than hit the scan button. So nice. So, you're a podcast guy so what is your favorite podcast oh man um or what's your what's your podcast a lot. Your, your, uh, robbie galley's got one do what what's the podcast you're vibing with right now then let's yeah just... robbie galley's got a podcast called the forgotten jesus okay uh, which is a great book one of my favorite books he's written um and yeah so it's really it, the, the emphasis is just trying to understand the jewishness of jesus better mm-hmm. uh which I'm a big Robbie Gowdy fan anyways. And so it's, yeah, he's brilliant. And it's, yeah, so that one's been cool. There's a lot of random pastors that churches that aren't even big that I, you know, I listen to, you know, that I had your typical JD Greer and um, your Pipers. And those are also guys that I, I podcast as well, but nice. Um, and there's some local guys that I've just found through other people or somehow, and they're just great expository preachers. And so um, cool. they have no idea I'm a fangirl, but I'm, I'm a big fangirl from wherever. <laughs> residing so yeah nice. so it varies uh and i do some sports talk too so that's um, exciting yeah you're gonna add a, a certain podcast to your list now i will i guess i now have to add philosophy uh yeah. i do have to like and subscribe exactly so we'll, uh, we'll see if, how many stars i'll give it but i will like and subscribe okay. and we'll go from there so you know I've, it's got five stars it's got a whole okay. two ratings oh. a whole two oh ratings. man okay so if i if i put a three star in there that's really gonna mm, that's gonna crash it, man things. exactly you know (laughs) (laughs) oh that's funny but um but yeah man we're spot you know philosophy we're on spotify and apple music the two the two best ways to find podcasts awesome awesome so but yeah man so we're going to talk about the next most deepest theological that you're ever going to talk about you ready Mm, yes dad jokes what's your favorite dad joke 
Oh man, I don't. I, so it's the thing with dad jokes is that uh, they just kind of happen. You know what I mean? They just mm. a beautiful thing when you can just in a conversation throw those out there. Um, or in a conversation now, so just just yeah. <laughs> um i don't know what's the one about the comma um it becomes apparent how's that one go um i don't know you asked me to prepare one i I did not come prepared so i apologize um um there's a good one and how do you make an egg roll um you push it um or i'm I'm just reading now what would bears be without bees ears (laughs) so uh, yeah i don't know um i think now it's more for me as a dad it's uh more the delivery and i'm just lame by nature that's really the, the power of a dad joke right uh, so um I, my yeah. favorite one right now is uh you know man just i've I've learned i've come to a conclusion in life that i don't trust anybody by the name of chris because mm. if chris crossed applesauce then what imagine what he do to you <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. That's, uh, uh, yeah. That embarrasses every daughter somewhere. Exactly. So. Well, <laughs> it's funny. It's, I was joking about um, how how many dad jokes I make all the time. And then people are like, you're not even a father yet, and you're making all the dad yeah. jokes now. I'm like, yeah, because then I'm going to be an awesome parent because I'm getting all the dad jokes out of my system now so I don't make any yeah. of my dad No, jokes. that just multiplies. <laughs> you're just more comfortable with being lame at that point. That's all that means. You're just more prepared. Nice. So. That's yeah. exciting. Oh man, that's cool, man. So, what is your um, what is your favorite part of Rome? Like when you got so you're in Rome now. So, like you know, yeah. what you go off and you just say it's it's a Saturday afternoon and you pack the kids up in the car and you guys are going to go somewhere. What's your you know, um? So. Yeah, our downtown's pretty sweet. So, nice. uh, I'm a big coffee guy. Um, and there's like 18 coffee shops. Not not actually, but there's a ton of coffee shops. Um, and so, uh, yeah, nice. so we've got a couple, so one, especially like they know us by name. We're pretty regular. Um, <laughs> so they also have a deal where pastors get a drink free every week. So let's go. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's downtown coffee shops. Uh, we've got two colleges here in Rome. So that's a pretty cool part too. Nice. Uh, Barry college, which is like, just, it's actually the largest campus, um, in terms of acreage, um, in the world. Um, it's uh, stranger things was actually filmed there. Oh, that's cool. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the fun part about filming a podcast. Um, yeah, just that kind of stuff. Hey, uh, yeah, welcome back. There, uh, The fun part about filming a podcast over Zoom is uh, is my internet connection is unstable, and I heard Stranger Things, and we lost you. Yeah, oh, sorry. Sorry, no, sorry. You're good. So, yeah, no, uh, no, just saying that Stranger Things, part of Stranger Things filmed in Rome, so you get to see some cool stuff like that. So Vecna's house is actually here. Or at the Krill House, um, so nice. you can if you want to be creeped out, you can drive by at any time. It's right next to downtown. Nice, that's exciting. And yeah, so uh, yeah, so there's some cool, kind of cool, quirky things like that that are here. Um, you know, being it's, it's a semi college town, which is fun. <laughs> nice. Um, so there's just always a lot, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, so um, a lot get... of schools too. And we got a students from a lot of schools. So nice. Do you get passed uh, off as a college student ever? Uh, weirdly enough, yeah. So we were at, uh, we were at, a, we were at Barry last week and she asked me what class I was going to, uh, the security guard. I had two kids, had my, Liz with me, my wife and our two kids. And I'm like, like, <laughs> I wish I appreciate the compliment, but I'm here for the cross country race That's uh, awesome. to watch clearly. Um, but, um, yeah, so, so every once in a while, yeah. Um, so especially if I've shaved, still rock the, 
about to turn 30, but still have a face of a 19 year old, apparently. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah. So. All right, man. Well, that's awesome. So I appreciate you being on the podcast today. I think we're going to um, wrap it up a little earlier today than normal just because of, you know, lots of fun internet connectivity issues and stuff like that. I'm rocking one bar of Wi-Fi, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> yeah. Never really think about it, but this is this is cool. This is the first breakthrough podcast. You're episode number 10, and you, you are the first, like, podcaster from another state you're you're yeah. what, like hey, eight yeah. hours away yeah you know which doesn't sound like i'm far, honored but... I'm, uh, yeah i'm honored to be the first person you're like can you hear me now can right. you hear me now hello marco hello hello testing one two three <laughs> that's awesome man so you uh any last words of advice you would love to hear our podcast listeners our tens of listeners would love to hear from no them. man no, no advice um uh, just hello to all my leesburg peeps and we do dearly miss our leesburg family um, they're so grateful nice. to spend there. So you, uh, you guys ever coming back down to Florida on any, any vacation time? You guys missing Disney? Uh, I think Christmas time we'll be down there. Uh, all Liz's family is in Tampa area. Nice. Uh, I think actually my wife's running a half marathon with Danielle Reeves. I think <laughs> that's uh, cool. That time, so I will not be. I'll be holding McDonald's and babies. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so, yeah. So we will be down. I think in December. Nice. Uh, so, so you, yeah. you yourself are not a marathon runner. I'm not. I'm not. So I barely drive a marathon, let alone run it. So, uh, that's so no. funny. That's that's impressive. I'm, I've always seen people that just, they're like, "We're going to go run 25 miles for fun." I'm like, "That's not fun." No, no, no. it's not. I've tried a few times. I'm gonna run with you, babe. No, 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 no. A mile two. I'm thinking this is stupid. So I'm <laughs> what, out. What's so, the What's the so. farthest you've been able to run with, like? Uh, I've run a 5K. Maybe I've done four miles a couple times for sports back in the day. Uh, but not much more than that. I was a sprinter in track and a basketball player. So, you know, 94 feet but all you need for basketball. So <laughs> that's, that's about all I did. So, What's your, what's your favorite sport? Uh, Sport-wise, basketball, football. Um, it's kind of our – I love football. I'm not very good at it. I didn't really play in high school. But, mm-hmm. man, it's something about October, November, December football that's just beautiful. Uh, it's, nice. uh, it's quite it's quite magical. So cool and, and who's your team who's your who's your uh i'm a tennessee titans and nfl and tennessee volunteer fan uh which just means i lose a lot so it means <laughs> i do a lot more crying um so in instance uh, alabama kicked tennessee's teeth in on saturday so that was a lot of fun so mm, nice uh, yeah so, well yeah. here i have a word of wisdom for all you runners out there if you ever want to go jogging just remember proverbs 28 one says the, the wicked run when no one is chasing them Yes. Well, yeah. And I'm good. Nobody wicked's chasing me. Exactly. So. You know, um, <laughs> I think that's what we call taking scripture out of context, but you know, hey, that's another, <laughs> another topic for another podcast. So, but awesome, man. Well, it was really great talking to you. Really appreciate you being on good old philosophy. Now that you listened, now that you've been on, now you got to go listen to the other nine episodes. And, yes. I'll and, be doing some cramming. So oh, absolutely. Yeah. So just put it on two times speed. Yeah, deal, <laughs> deal. All right, man. Well, it was good talking to you. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. You too, Phil. All right.